Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Gene Ginsberg here. Welcome to another episode of Listen by Gene Ginsberg. And today, very excited because we have a very special guest. Um, I'm, yeah, some, somebody I've been looking forward to interviewing for a long time, Bob Rignera. So tell us, how is everything going today? <laughs> Today is a great day. Um, it's late in the day when we're recording this. Uh, I had a full day. Um, we, uh, my wife and I have been traveling. We got away to Florida for a couple of weeks. So we got some sun, got some golf in, uh, did a little work while we're down there. So you know how the first week back is uh, after vacation. So it's yeah. been very busy, but a very, very productive day. I, I always try to be productive each day. I got to say, you, you're you pretty ballsy going, uh, taking a little time off right at the end of the quarter. Usually I'm like, hustle it, hustle it, try to get those deals <laughs> in before the end of the quarter. <laughs> yeah, well, you do a little you do a little work while you're on vacation and then you can take an extra round of golf because you, did, you did your job. So True. that's True. that's the life I chose as entrepreneur. So um, you know, we, we like to, we like to kind of keep bankers hours, but none of us do. We end up working all the time, but it also gives us time like, Hey, we're going to escape for five hours and play some golf. We could do that. That's what yeah. I love about being my own boss. Don't that I, is true. You know, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that is true. Sometimes you work a lot, but sometimes you're like, I'm just going to take a half a day and do something for myself, reflect, uh, definitely something I, I like to put on my calendar, uh, actually, now because it's the beginning of the new quarter, so it's like how do we, you know reflect on the previous quarter, how things were, what can we do this quarter to yep. get the numbers up? So, uh, cool. Well, first question I always ask uh, my guests are: tell us about your background to give our audiences some context. Yeah, I guess um, entrepreneurship came a little bit later for me. I, I I'm a programmer by trade. Uh, I went to college in uh, Chicago. I. I loved computers. I loved programming. So I worked for a couple large corporations for six years and I really didn't like working for somebody else. I mean, I enjoyed the work, but I'm like, huh, I, I, don't, I didn't like the commute. And I, I just, I just felt like there was more inside of me. So uh, I started a, a side hustle and I, I became a consultant and I started getting paid by the hour. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Like if I work an hour, I got paid. It was like fantastic. Not like minimum wage when I did in high school. Like I was getting paid handsomely per hour. Um, but then this was, this is back in 1998. Of course, I'm aging myself, but um, I, I started getting involved in internet programming and I built my first e-commerce website for a client. It was 1998. And um, one of the first things after we were done, after we celebrated, he said, well, great. How do I get traffic to my website? And I said, oh, I know how to do that. And I had no idea how to do that. Um, so that's how I discovered internet marketing, um, direct marketing principles, Dan Kennedy, Perry Marshall. And I learned and I got him a ton of traffic. In fact, that client is still a client. So we're going on almost four, 24 years of uh, being a client. Um, that same website I built, it's gone through a lot of um, 
overhauls over the years, but it's still essentially the, the same e-commerce website I built. So um, I really moved from being a programmer uh, to being a direct marketing person. And I've gravitated in my career towards paid marketing. So Google AdWords, um, and then obviously most currently Facebook, um, having written the, uh, uh, written the ultimate guide to Facebook advertising this past fall. So that's, that's why I've spent most of my career is, uh, paid advertising. Yeah. I remember back in the day when we would code websites by hand in HTML before yes. WordPress was really a thing. I remember that. That was like, 15, 20 years ago. I'm yeah. also, I remember taking a class in college for HTML. Yeah. Uh, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I still, I still love, love that, but I, I, I'm too busy to get involved with the technical stuff these days. Yeah. There's much more talented people than me Absolutely. that we, we get to do stuff. So it's really, it's really important to focus when you're running a, a company or two to kind of do the higher level things these days versus the, the nitty gritty. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's definitely a big piece of being an entrepreneur and transitioning out of the, the day-to-day operation. So tell us about your current company. Yeah, I, I co-founded a company called Feed Stories. Uh, we are a video marketing company. We are, our whole premise is video that sells. It's interesting how the company started. Um, like I said, I, I've been a Facebook programmer. I've been really heavy into that since 2013, a Facebook advertiser rather. And um, I went to Austin, te- Texas, where Facebook's ad headquarters was. This is back in 2016. I was in a closed door meeting with about a hundred other advertisers. And for two days, all they kept talking about was video. And, you know, Instagram, you know, the president of Instagram gets up and talks like, you know, we're a video company. The vice president of Facebook gets up and says, we're a video company. I said, okay, I know where they're going. <laughs> they're, they're a video company. I, I walked out of the meeting. I walked out to the sidewalk outside the building. I called my current business partner, Brandon, who is a friend of mine. I said, hey, you know where I'm at right now. Here's what they're saying. We have to focus in on video. So that's that's how the company was founded. Um, and we, we really specialize in helping capture people's stories. Uh, we use traditional videography, but we do remote videography now. So we got really, really busy last April <laughs> when it was very impractical to do in-person video shoots. And we had a remote solution already built. So we hit the ground running in April and we haven't really looked back since. So tell us about that. What's how, how are things changed since COVID started a year ago? Yeah, well, like I said, for a lot of companies, things went completely dark. And for us, things just went on fire. Um, one of the things that I really found, which was valuable, was I, I spent a lot of time networking and meeting people. Not like networking, like, it's, oh, we're shaking hands, but like genuinely getting to know people. And um when I do sales calls with people, I'm not necessarily trying to sell them. I'm just trying to help them discover a solution. And one of the, that really paid off as, as COVID hit, there was two, three weeks where nobody did anything. But back in April of last year, people started like, okay, like we still got to get back to work here. And oh yeah, um, Bob and Brandon do remote videos and I need to like step up my game there. So we, like I said, we had our three best months as a company like during the darkest period for most companies. So um, that really kind of, hey, sometimes it's, it's good to be in front of things. Sometimes it's good to have things prepared. Um, we're really proud of the way we positioned ourselves and had a system ready to go. We were able to crank videos out, sales videos, 
you know, YouTube videos and all the things for our clients in really healthy fashion. So really proud of kind of the initiative we took and some of the risks that we took, which seemed, you know, a little scary at the time, investing in technology and things like that, but it really paid off for us. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, this COVID thing is like definitely some, some businesses, of course, not so good, but some businesses just like blew up and sounds like you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. And we consider ourselves really fortunate. Um, you know, I was also fortunate to have a lot of our current clients who were really unfazed by COVID as well. Um, certainly we had a few that um, just, you know, in the hospitality industry, which was decimated, but, um, you know, we had a nice diverse client base. And by the way, I learned that back in 2008, 2009, when I had too many clients in one industry, when that market crashed, um, I nearly went bankrupt because I was high, too highly invested in one type of client, uh, right. which was real estate clients. And uh, that was quite painful. So I learned that lesson. Yes. Uh, so we, we were ready kind of the next time something major hit. So yeah. um, never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, diversification for sure. And yeah. uh, can you speak a little bit about the remote videography or, or is that a secret sauce? <laughs> No, I mean, we, we, we work with a technology partner called OpenReal. Um, they just got their next round of funding. It's a, it was a small startup when they started, but essentially what we're able to do is replicate um, the experience of being in front of a camera where there's a director or interviewer kind of working with you. So our secret sauce is really that we're really good at answer, uh, asking questions and getting people to talk on camera, just like we're doing right here. And this actually um, looks like a FaceTime session. So the director appears in the person's phone or iPad and that they don't become part of the video broadcast. So the video is, is put on the, is, is done directly on the device. So it's, you know, it's not dependent on the internet stream. So it's full 1080 with great sound. And then it gets uploaded to the cloud after the session and our editor handles it as if they were handed, you know, the SD card by the videographer. So we're able to take what we do really well, which is, you know, get a client comfortable in front of camera, answer, you know, ask them really good questions and get really good content and build sales videos, marketing videos, stories about their business and help, you know, create a really good personal experience for their prospects and their customers. Awesome. Yeah. So it's just a technology that you're using yeah. to inter inter basically interview people and get them comfortable on camera. Yeah. We, we love conversational video. Um, you know, there's companies that make, you know, animated videos and high, highly produced videos and things like that. Those, those are all great and they're all should be part of a mix. We just happen to be really good at doing like personalization. We, we love right. doing face-to-camera or interview-style video, it gets really good uh, content out of people. Yeah, absolutely. And then are there certain types of businesses that you work with or pretty much across the board? You know, we have found that we work best with uh, small to medium businesses. Typically, um, it's like 15 employees or less. We, we love working with the, the owner operators, you know, the, the do-it-all type of entrepreneur. Typically, they're a driving personality. Um, so tip, you know, the, the, the revenue range we found is from startup to about 15 million is kind of the size of companies that we work with. And certainly we can work with others. It's just that we, we kind of have this common, I don't know, energy with those types of entrepreneurs. And, uh, those are the, those are the ones that we kind of work best with and help them build really good, uh, really great stories.
Awesome. Very cool. So yeah. tell us about your books. I see a bunch of them in the back. Yeah. Um, one of the best things I've ever done in my career was listen to a good friend of mine, Victor Chang. He's an amazing executive coach. At the time, he wasn't as famous as he, as he is now, but um, he really encouraged me. I was doing a lot of great work with my agency, helping people sell big ticket products and services on the internet. And he said, you really need to do a book. And uh, I, I did a self-published book. He helped me write it. And I helped grow an agency over seven figures. I was so proud of that. Um, if you've ever got a book done, it's just, it's one of the most difficult and rewarding things possible. And um, yeah, my most recent book was published this fall. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. That was done through Entrepreneur Press, so a traditional publisher. And I, I was the primary co-author on it. I, I got to work with Perry Marshall, who's a friend of mine, uh, but I worked on you know 90% of the content and um, yeah, it's really the ultimate guide from, from the time I agreed to do it to the time we, we published, it was 19 months. So uh -huh. um, a lot of work went into that, a lot of experience and uh, a lot of time making it really the ultimate guide and really proud of that. So it's available everywhere, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all, all the places you would expect to find it. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I have also published the book and I'm actually working on a second edition, uh, mm. which, which kind of brings me, to, brings me to my next point is in the 19 months that it took you to write the book, <laughs> did a lot of things change on Facebook? <laughs> oh my goodness. So like when you agree to do a book on something like Facebook, right? Like, you know, from the start, what we started with is not going to be what we end up with. Uh, we actually had to change screenshots three times. Um, you know, things did change a lot. So with knowing that going in, uh, our intention was this, is that we know that certain parts of the book will become quote unquote outdated, right? Um, but we filled the book with as much strategy and fundamentals as possible. So, I mean, obviously we, you know, I love sports. I, the other thing I didn't really tell people is that I'm a high school basketball coach. Uh, I've been doing that for, for years now. So I love fundamentals, like I love competition and I know the way to win is to focus on things that are, that are timeless. So the book is filled with marketing wisdom and fundamentals. Um, even if the screenshots go out of date and things like that, the application of the fundamentals that we teach in the book will never be out of date. Um, you'll be able to pick up this book in 2030 and 2040 and still find as much relevant content in there as you do today. Um, if, if Facebook is still around in 2040. <laughs> who knows, right? I mean, who even fathomed Facebook? I, Facebook wasn't even on anybody's radar 10 years ago. Um, you know, there's so many new things coming up. Um, you know, my daughter runs an Etsy business and she's heavy on TikTok and Instagram stories and does amazing there. And there's going to be something that comes along next year that we're unaware of in five years from now. But, you know, the thing... I've been able to move from technology to technology rather easily because I do understand marketing fundamentals. And that's how, that's how you kind of survive as an entrepreneur is you, you learn things 
and you apply them to new technologies and new things that come down the road. But, you know, I can pick up a book from 1966 called Breakthrough Advertising. Eugene Schwartz wrote it. I quoted it in my book. Um, it's still relevant today. And I, I think that's really critical. If you're thinking about writing a book or, you know, you're a thought leader or a knowledge leader, teach people things that have lasting value. Um, it doesn't really interest me to do something that may only be good for six months. Um, what's the point, right? Um, you know, invest in things that have a little bit more um, longevity to them. And, I, and that's one of the secrets, I think, to my career is studying fundamentals and then being relevant and using those fundamentals with current technologies and current strategies. Absolutely. So one of the questions I always like to ask our guests is uh, our audiences are typically entrepreneurs, small business owners, or ones looking to maybe start a business. And um, tell us about something that, that they can go back into their business and do right now based on your area of expertise, which obviously is video. So yeah. what is something they can do today or tomorrow that really will you know, make a difference in their business? Yeah. And I could talk hours on this. <laughs> um, I just got off the phone with a, uh, with a, with a client um, just met her. She runs a, an, an e-commerce business, been around since 2004, um, uh, caters to kind of middle-aged women. Um, it's, a, it's a fun kind of cosmetic brand. And she kind of had some stalled, you know, we'll call it stalled performance in, in her advertising. And so I, I kind of took a step back and yeah, you know, we kind of looked at, you know, your Facebook account is doing this and that. But one of the things I noticed was that the personality she used to build the business initially was kind of missing mm -hmm. in the last year. And a lot of things, of course, you know, over the last year, people just kind of like, you know, their, their lives change. But, you know, I said, hey, you know, you've got a great personality. And I noticed that in your social posts and things like that, you really got away from what you did to build the business. And, you know, she kind of shook her head and she says, yeah, you're right. She's like, I've gotten busy. You know, obviously as the company has grown, I haven't been able to put my time into it. But one of the things that I have found with any brand is when you work to put personalization towards it, and even if you're a big brand, to have a personality behind that brand it really connects better with your customers and prospects. Um, so, you know, obviously with video, what we tend to do is we want, we want to get the person behind the business. We want to find out the story. Um, one of the kind of best stories I've heard is we work with a, a gentleman who started a chain of yoga studios and we, we, he really kind of, you know, it's kind of a matter of fact person, but in a kind of a time of, um, reflection, we got him on camera to basically tell the story of his mom. And the reason he, he started with yoga was that his mom had back problems, had surgery. Um, the surgery was botched. And he said, you know, I, I don't want anyone else's mom or loved one to go through this. And I knew yoga would have been a better solution for her than strategy, uh, than surgery. And so he got into yoga and then was a great business person and started these chains of studios. And, you know, the whole reason he got into yoga was to basically save people like his mom from having, you know, a life, a lifestyle altered. And that's really powerful. And we put that on film and it really resonated with people who like believe, believe in yoga as, as a lifestyle, as a practice. It, it really endeared new teachers to come to his studios. So, you know, being vulnerable, being willing to share your story, 
connects you to your audience and you're going to draw those people in and it makes you stand out from other businesses. So even for some people, I know it's uncomfortable to do that, but the more you can inject your personality of you, your, your staff, your customers, you know, put personality in your business and it just makes it stand out. Um, that's, that's what I would encourage people to do. Sure. So just tell your story, right? Be vulnerable. I know that it's, it's hard, especially on camera, <laughs> especially right? if you've had experience with it. Um, I, uh, I have that experience too with, um, clients that we work with, right? I mean, video obviously is big right now. In yeah. Yeah. And trying to get them sometimes on camera. It's, it's like my, my, my thing is always like, it's going to take you some time to be comfortable with the camera. Yeah. So go do 50 videos. And then on the 51st one, you'll probably feel better. <laughs> That's exactly what we tell people. Like we say, go do a bunch of videos and hit delete. Yep. Like no one needs to ever see those, but it's just really important. If you, if you look at the way you engage with the world, you engage through this device that you carry around in your purse and your pocket. And what you do is you watch video. I mean, you do, you don't do as much reading on your phone as you do on your laptop. You just don't Um, because the device is built for video and video streaming. And that's what the world is. So if we're going to be a relevant brand here in 2021 and beyond, we need to embrace video. Yeah, absolutely. I have, I actually have all of my videos from when I first started. They're all on (laughs) YouTube. So if anybody ever wants to go and go all the way to the beginning of my YouTube channel, Let's see how bad Gene was on camera oh God, a few years terrible. ago, right? I was terrible. <laughs> I, um, I didn't have the equipment for video or my phone. So I literally took a pint glass, put it on the table, put my phone inside the pint glass. And that was my tripod. There that you was- go. <laughs> I bet if we turn anybody Zoom around these days, it'd be like, you'd find the most interesting things. What did you <laughs> like the way they're propping up their cameras and things like that? Yeah. So that's my little story about how I got started with video and I sucked in the beginning, but that's, you know, normal. Everybody does. Yeah. And here you are. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, almost five years ago that I started doing video. So it's, okay. uh, it's crazy, but you, you know, you learn, you get better, you get better. And then, yeah. And then you get comfortable. So yeah, it's like with anything, it's just, it's just practice and repetition. It yeah. becomes part of your life. Yeah. So last question I always like to ask our guests is tell us your prediction for the future. And that could be specifically your industry. It could be self-driving cars or terraforming Mars or anything that Elon Musk is doing. I mean, what, anything that you can think of that would be, you know, what's, what's top of mind for you? I think with a lot of the disruption that's happening and I, we didn't get into this and I, I talk a lot about it with clients is this whole iOS 14 and privacy thing that's going on. Um, it's going to affect the way people advertise. I, I think it's going to create a shift in, in terms of the way people go about advertising. Um, there's going to be people that kind of say, I'm done with it and kind of move on to other platforms. So I think number one, Facebook is going to change as an advertising media and uh, there's going to be opportunities to take advantage of kind of people shifting their money away. But I also believe it's gonna spawn um, alternatives. And I think Snapchat and TikTok, and there's probably some others coming down the road uh, like Clubhouse and things like that. There's gonna be some alternate platforms that we're gonna be able to move money towards um, that are gonna be able to bring in clients and new business for us. So, 
not just focus in on Google and Facebook anymore. I think we're going to see more alternative sources that are going to be really rich um, and kind of, I'll call them wild west opportunities for you to put money in um, just kind of like Facebook was back in 2012 and 2013. Um, so I think there's going to be a disruption this year. I think it's already happening. Um, but I think that disruption is going to be good for us as advertisers and that new opportunity is going to produce um, some really interesting uh, alternatives for us. I love that. I hope that's the case because I definitely would want something new. Yes. Google, Google has been around for a long time. Facebook has been around for a long time. They've become very large machines and I want something new. We've started doing some advertising on TikTok for our clients. So yeah. that's, that's a, like a, the new platform that we're now using. It's, it, you know, TikTok is, it is set up kind of like a very, very light Facebook, but it does not nearly have the, the good targeting that Facebook. Right. Has. And that's, you know, I think that's the thing that's going to improve. And that's the same thing with Snapchat and some of these other kind of baby sort of platforms who are just getting into the advertising space. Um, that's going to be the biggest hurdle for people is where's all the good targeting like yeah. we have in Facebook. Um, that's, that's going to be the challenge for some of these platforms. Um, but um, being there first and getting experience is a really good advantage for a company that can figure it out. Um, obviously brands that can, that are broad enough to reach a wide audience are going to be more successful than if like, Oh, I, I'm a agency that, caters to dentists. Well, you're not going to be able to use TikTok or Snapchat, right. Snapchat very well, but for something that has some, uh, a bigger platform and, and larger reach, uh, especially B2C companies, um, really good platforms and really exciting opportunities for people this year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah. We love, I love talking to entrepreneurs and of course, digital marketing people. That's, that's like my jam. So there you go. Uh, really appreciate it. And then the last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Yeah. Uh, I would love uh, people to come over to feedstories.com, F E E D stories.com. Uh, I've got a bunch of free training, um, a, a lot of stuff available, uh, available for people. Um, I've got a ton of Facebook training there all for free. Uh, we've got some video. Uh, we have a video masterclass. We have a content masterclass, all available for free. Uh, we want to get people going with video and Facebook, um, want them doing it better. Um, so we would love for people to kind of join us there. And we've got a lot of things to share with people. So um, yeah, if we got some new friends that want to reach out and get to know us and learn a few things, we'd love to, we'd love to meet them. So appreciate awesome. the opportunity, Gene. Thank you. Thanks for being here.